this yeah. isn't the game we grew up loving, kicking ball on the street no. and 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 the 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 beautiful game. If you like, you don't want to be coming out with phrases and cliches, but that's what it was. Football's soul is gone. Like yeah. there is no soul. You are listening to House of Football, brought to you by Sports Joe and William Hill. Hello, I'm Eric Lawler. Welcome to House of Football, episode 18 with William Hill and Sports Joe. Delighted to say we have two stalwarts of the show in situ, Alan Cawley and Stephen Hunt. Lads, you're very, very welcome. I'm a bigger stalwart than him, though. You are a bigger stalwart, but still, Stephen keeps coming back and he's coming from England. You know, that's yeah, a bit of a, a, a trek now, in fairness. I'm, I'm, I'm coming from my holiday home. Your, ho- your holiday holiday. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you deserve it. He's giving us a big yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> We're only 20 seconds in, he's giving us a big one. Sorry, go on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I loved about the, the two of you lads is, is a true Irish optimist. The first day we've had a little bit of sunshine in about four weeks and two years are in shorts. I love it. I love it. I feel underdressed. Although, as you can see, for people watching on YouTube, I am firmly on the Irish bandwagon supporting the girls in green in the, on, their, on, their, on their journey down, down under. You love a jersey, Eric. I do I love a jersey. Say, don't you? I saw an article last week on one of the other stations saying, at what age should a man stop wearing oh, football yeah. jerseys? And I was like, because I was in at that station doing a talk the week before in my Bowes Dublin bus jersey. And I said, is it because I wore my Bowes Dublin bus jersey? And they refused <laughs> to answer. <laughs> but anyway, I don't. I think everyone should be done the green. And that's one thing I'd like to just start off with, right? The World Cup is on at the moment, OK? Irish women are there. If the men were there... The whole country will be decked out in green, white and orange. Mm. Now, there's only certain pockets around Dublin, around Ireland, where there's green, white and orange, and that's primarily around uh, the, the neighbourhoods of where these girls grew up in. Um, and you just wonder, why isn't there that passion out there? Any thoughts on that at all, Al? Or just, yeah, I, just... I, I agree, yeah, and it's probably just... I pass by Rings End every evening going over to RT and obviously Abbey Larkin and the place... Mm. Unbelievable! Talk about well decked out. That's number one. Yeah. Down Rings End, they've really got behind Abbey, and there's bunting everywhere, posters, uh, flags, and it's brilliant to see. Why it's kind of not all over the country? I think there's, as you say, there is pockets in different parts of the country as well where mm-hmm. the girls are from. Lots of clubs doing watch-alongs yeah. and stuff with, with young members that are the different clubs, girls and boys, which is good. But it's probably it's just because it's their first tournament Eric obviously it's still in, in its infancy in terms of the women's game trying to grow and develop we're hoping off the back of the girls qualifying and doing well that this becomes the norm and they start getting to major tournaments every year uh, and getting better and better and then I think you'll see it kind of getting even bigger and bigger the hype but the viewings right the viewings are so important for this one to create memories yeah. for young kids for the next one and yeah. then it'll, it'll and from what on. I hear Stephen funny enough see the audiences that's tuning in for the games unbelievable numbers from, yeah. from what I've been told uh, the game the other day like the, the numbers were I was thinking at the time as well 11am you know what I mean it's not the mm. ideal time to, to, to show a match but to get figures like that Stephen you haven't been on the show in a while how have you been? been good actually you yeah. look great now uh, fairness you look sun-kissed to, I'm, I'm over and back with Ross Lair and, and the UK at the moment a bit of work but once I hit Ross Lair I'm shorts rain, hail, snow I'm in my shorts straight away and we had Dave holiday mode. Holiday, not even holiday mode. Just like once you get past that round a bit of mile outside so Rossley Strand, <laughs> you're in good place. Apart from the wind on the golf course, you're, you're all right. Like. Have you been watching the, the women's World Cup? Yeah, I yeah. watched quite a bit of it actually. Enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of them where it's on in the office and work, and you turn it on the Irish game. I kind of right. So you have I'm, an office, Stephen. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. The missus doesn't see my day. no office, don't mind it. Yeah. And literally, yeah, turn, switch myself off for the Ireland game, watch Brilliant. it. Really impressed with the performance. Shame about the result, but really encouraging performance and looking forward to tomorrow now. And you've been you've been covering the games for, for RTE. Mm. Uh, what's your impressions of the tournament so far? Yeah, it's been great, Eric. I've done five games now, is it? So, um, yeah, it's been really good. I think the ones that have stood out so far, I did the Spain game against Costa Rica. Spain were electric. Funny, I tipped them before the tournament um, and just 
purely on the fact of last year when we covered the Euros they were very good but they just lacked a bit of cutting edge yeah. but now to have obviously Patelis is back Hermoso and they looked very good in that first game Brazil I did as well over the weekend um, and Brazil were really really sharp very very good very strong France very disappointed with France Jamaica were absolutely brilliant deserved the point and it's good to see a couple of those kind of underdogs as well something similar yeah. to ourselves yeah. that are putting in good performances because the gap is generally closing um, I don't think we'll see the kind of 7 8 9 nils as what we've seen in previous World Cups yeah. and I think that's due to the fact that teams now they're obviously fitter stronger in terms of a lot of them are more professional yeah. but I also think the coaching is a lot better in terms of how well the, the teams are being coached how well they're being organised set up the amount of data that's available now even from yeah. Stephen's job can find out information about anyone you want all over the world yeah. so in terms of maybe um, checking out teams and looking at teams before pre-matches and all that kind of stuff you know every little detail that you need to know yeah. so I think that's a factor in how much the gap is closing as well but um, I think it's been really good so far and to echo what Stephen said obviously the Irish game last Thursday I thought they were really really good and yeah. deserved the bare minimum was a point is what they deserved Yeah I think they all got I think everyone all the uh, fans of the Irish were boosted by the fact that they re- realised Sam Kerr wasn't going to be playing for them and she, like, she's their star player and mm. she's the star player of the mm. Women's Premier League as well she's Chelsea's number one striker And that gave us a good good lift before yeah. the match as well that news was, was filtering through yeah. I think they were clever what they did at Australia because by all accounts she was injured a couple of days beforehand oh, yeah. and that's hard to keep that down and not let it out especially nowadays yeah. and they managed mm. to do it because the word only started to filter through an hour before so that gave them a boost as well but something I noticed as well Eric and even in covering the games and doing your bit of research on the different teams you look at the rankings right and the likes of Jamaica and Haiti and a couple of these teams Thank and you, you see teams ranked in the 40s and the 50s against teams ranked in the top 10 if you like but and sometimes you can kind of be a bit a bit conf- not not it's kind of led astray by that because you're thinking oh there must be a major golfing class here it's actually a lot closer than what you think in terms yeah. of the rankings as well and I look at us even and people think oh well we're 22nd and we're playing against teams like Canada or 7 Australia or 10 or oh, there must be a million times better than us it's not the case at all we're every bit as good yeah. uh, as some of the teams so they shouldn't be kind of uh, sent astray as I say by those kind of I rankings the French result put us off a little bit going there the momentum of that result at home didn't help the situation but by by no means were Australia no that many places yeah. better than us on the day we had so much so many corners so many threatening positions I thought we should have got and it wasn't more. a case of like you're looking at the game and you're thinking like that as Stephen yeah. said the home nation like all the talk before the match red hot favourites like we're really up against it Courtney Brosnan didn't have a save to make that's what I was going to say to you one save she had uh, just before half time a shot from about 30 yards comfortable I would have saved it Stephen would have saved yeah. it yeah. and it wasn't like one of those backs to the wall like and then peppering the goal Obviously, the the penalty is such a disappointment because it was more just a kind of coming together and clumsy rather than actually yeah. anything else, to be fair. And obviously, Sheva was so disappointed. You could see it written all over her face. But then the reaction was really good. And I suppose that's where the criticism yeah. comes in. People are saying, oh, could we maybe go a bit after the game from, from earlier in the game? But I felt the game plan was right in what Farah did. Yeah. And then, obviously, when we had to change it, she went after the game, just couldn't create create that clear-cut chance. But I felt, overall, it was a really good performance. I think a lot of the criticism around Farah, Pell, um, if, there, if you want to call it criticism, is that in that game, uh, Stephen, uh, the, the, you know... They said the, the changes that Al uh, alluded to there, she should have made them a lot earlier. And also the fact that with five minutes to go, she threw Louise Quinn up front, the big centre-half up front. Now, in fairness, I nearly walked out because she nearly scored with a header, yeah. which just went by. But 
you've got someone like Gamba Barrett who got them to the World Cup. She's a striker. She's an impact player. And I've never heard of a player during the match who's had her bib off and on and off and on so many times during the yeah. match that she didn't actually get on. Um, would it be a criticism of Vera Pell maybe not taking a chance on someone like Gamba Barrett? No, I think Amber will feel hard done by being one nil down as a striker and you see a centre-back going up yeah. for literally to go and try and affect the game. Amber's got a natural goal-scoring habit, I think, by mm-hmm. looking at her. Her yeah. goal scored the goal against Scotland was a toe poke, but it's a finish. Striker's finish, finish wasn't like, it? It's a yeah. real striker's finish. Even, say, with Quinn's header, that was a set piece, so she, really she would have been up there anyway for that. But Ireland really dominated the game in terms of that, so I can see why she didn't bring her on. Right. Then they put the centre-forward or centre-back up for the last five minutes kind of gives you a little bit of a oh god that should have been me yeah that's the only fault I have with yeah. with, uh, with Vera the other day if you like Eric in the sense that even if you want to put Louise up that's fine because especially yeah. well, as we've seen in previous games she's a real threat particularly from set pieces that one she should have scored from Katie's cross near the end just glanced yeah. off her head so I don't I have no problem with that where you're chasing the game and you throw her up or whatever um, but I still felt there was room for Amber along with putting Louise up because yeah. at that stage you're one down we don't need the three at the back you might as well lose two nil at that stage oh, I think we had too many instruments in corners I'm going to be a little bit critical on we had that many set pieces that went to the back post and there was no real until that Quinn header there was not really any movement towards the near post everything was hit which with good quality because it's harder to hit Katie yeah a back post in swing and corner it is to hit a near post so to get it there it's hard I thought we, we could be a bit more adaptable on corners yeah and when you look at I suppose the introduction to Larkin was absolutely fantastic the young, she's only 18 years of age yeah. she was absolutely brilliant the question is now everybody kind of the clamour to start her but I don't think Vera will change Eric we're, no. play, we're playing against the team and I know I'm speaking about the rankings but they're higher ranked than Australia Olympic There's, champions so yeah. she's yeah. going to stick to the game plan and I'm fine with that because She'll argue, Vera, do we have the players to kind of come out and be expansive? Something similar to all the stuff we've heard over the years with the men's game. But she'll feel if we come out and be Stevens expansive... Stephen's come out, we haven't won a game since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, by the way, Joe. And, and then we'd be caught out, you know. Yeah. So that's what she's thinking and that's fine. And it, we always knew it was going to be a tight group. And maybe if it was a thing, the same thing tomorrow, maybe a little bit more on the front foot cause them a couple of more problems and we, and we even a draw then you're coming into Nigeria with basically thinking we win this we're true yep. she, was said, she said in the press conference there at the very latest press conference ahead of the Canada match that you know they were asking her why um, they, they play five at the back and they sit so deep and would they not push five ten yards up the pitch mm. and she said we have great defenders, but they're not the quickest. Yeah, I heard it, Jack. Which is which is kind of a damning indictment. Of, I wonder, like, I mean, the Irish. I know, like, the Dutch trait is to be direct, and and that's what Vera. What What was it? Stephanie said when she was in when it's blunt. Blunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. She just. <laughs> and said, that's a blunt comment, but she's. I she's see what blunt, she's saying, right, though. Yeah. I see what she's saying in a sense because I've covered all the games. You've Louise, Neve, and they don't have that kind of um, recovery pace, if you like. If the ball goes over the top, they do sit low block. The only one is Diane Caldwell, who actually is a little bit quicker than the other two. Mm-hmm. But she chose to play Megan as one of the three at the back, Megan Connolly. So I know what she's saying, and it does sound like a blunt comment. But I suppose she's trying to explain it from her point of view as to why they say stay so deep and just offer that protection. Because yeah, even McCabe. O'Sullivan on the break look like they can run with the ball through on the counter attacks. Well, listen, I thought we were very good. Like so, mm-hmm. the back three defended the eighteen yard line. They did, but they defended it well. There's a really well a low block and not defending well, but a low block defending well gives you a chance to counter attack. Gives you a platform, yeah. But the only thing with the counter attack and Stevens right is 
it's a it's a hell of a distance then to get up the pitch and to be fair to Katie like if she's winning the ball I said to you before the tournament Eric, I don't like her in that wing back position because you want her centrally involved she's their best player she, mm-hmm. she comes central second half whether it was just through knowledge of play from a wing back these days can come in and she actually drove through the and middle and that's where you want her because yeah. she, and she gives you that energy and aggression she was brilliant an absolutely brilliant game she had but it is a hell of a distance to get up the pitch when you're penned in Stephen will tell you that left wing can be an absolute shift and that's why two up front maybe with I would. I was thinking about it on the way up. Could you actually go with the two of them up front? Because they are both of them run down the side. Amber likes to run anyway, and the centre forward does. There's run. no way she changed two up front. Not a hope. She yeah. go with the same. Just on Katie McCabe, <laughs> she was heavily criticised by the Aussie press. She said that there was a headline said "Public Enemy Number One." Um, for her, she for was having a running played. battle, wasn't she? With uh, she was on a, with the, the Australian the girl, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was a real aggression. But like, the, like the stats showed, she was only pulled up for one foul. One foul. Ah, she was brilliant. One yeah. foul, and yet she was labelled as this. She, she, she hit the one. To be fair, she won the ball and went through her. That went one. through her. Like, I went, okay, I like that. But with VAR, it's dangerous, right? Yeah. It was dangerous. Yeah. 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 If you look at that it, you can dangerous. go. It was actual dangerous play and it could have been a red card yeah. if the, if the when that back. happened I was like what a tackle brilliant and then when it, yeah. the replay came and it slowed it down I was like <laughs> oh no, oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah. we were all hiding we were yeah. all going no don't look at that too closely like. but I loved what she did I thought she it's the best game I've seen her play in a long long time she's the captain yeah. like all the f- media attention the focus on her that can be difficult but she brought the game like, she embraced to, it yeah. didn't yeah. she Yeah, and she reminded me of a certain Stephen Hunt where a regression and wind up counters and all that <laughs> when you say, I said tucking in better like, game knowledge she is better here look <laughs> he's growing his hair out. Like, like, like I'm going to have to go for the transplants if I do a deal in September I'm thinking about it already like. but it's all, anyone out there in Dublin want to give me tra- no so it's still there I bet, actually the wife the silver fox let alone, let alone I never thought she, I'd see the silver fox in right, you. let alone did she say you might need the transplants the wife she said well you might need to go back a bit darker back to, and, nah, like, the, the grey is alright he's grown all gracefully I like yeah, it yeah yeah Sorry, will you um, say that? Uh, sorry, Stephen, just getting back to football talk and, and moving away from the hair talk because we, this isn't the house of hair, this is the house of football. <laughs> but <laughs> but as, a, as, a, as, a, as a man who's been in major tournaments, okay, um, the, you, you see uh, comments like the, the Canadian manager was, I suppose, I mean, it, it depends what way you take it, right? You could say what she said was complimentary, but also you could say what she said was fairly disparaging about the Irish team. She, she said things like, they're full of heart, they're full of passion, you know, they, they, they put their bodies on the line and we have to match that and then our quality will shine through and we should win, like, you know. There's, there's comments like that from opposition managers. Does ever wind you up as a, as, a, as a group or I think we've been hearing it for years men's ladies football but once we have that the DNA is our heart and it is our effort our willingness to to, to win a game with comments like that really just doesn't really bother players I don't just think. water off a duck's back yeah I think yeah. so I like you're, you're, that, you're, you're together that long anyway in camp that managers are overthinking things they're saying things they probably shouldn't be saying with that kind of comment I think Ireland will just be like okay bring it on like and it, it, it's it's true as well, Eric. That's yeah. what we are. Yeah. You know, obviously, if he's being critical of that, but in terms of us, from our point of view, you focus on that and you play to your strengths. We mentioned Katie there. The one thing she did was yeah. bring all that aggression and that energy and that heart and that fight. And it was brilliant to see. We we'd be critical of Katie if she wasn't bringing all that. We'd be saying, "Where's the fight? Pulling Where's out the tackles and whatever." Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so that's yeah. what we expect nearly. Yeah. yeah. And then you're hoping the football quality will take over after that. 
Um, as a as a as a player who's played in tournaments as well, uh, Stephen, like you, you mentioned, uh, you were in camp. You know, like this current Irish uh, women's team, they're in camp now for like six or seven weeks. Yeah. It's, it's a long, long time, isn't it, yeah. to be stuck together in a group? How do you over, overcome things like boredom and you know re- repetition and you know what, what did you what did you just do? It's experience, right? You can only have that. Like I got, I went myself 2012. I was half injured and there. Worst thing ever, because I'm overthinking everything, mate. Right. Am I okay? Am I fit? Can I train tomorrow? Am I going to train tomorrow? It's a long build-up. Like, once you're training in a flow and it's entertaining, we didn't have... We had Trap who really messed up, in my opinion, the build-up to the Euros, how we went, how we were. It's a long time ago now to be even talking about it. But from that experience now, if I was going back to a tournament, I'd have the experience of it and I'd be easier to deal with your time. Like I had a young player go with, it, with England 21s. So learn from it how you spend your time, what you do, how you like the couple of hours they have free. Don't how waste, you switch off. Switch when you off. see the build up, Stephen, yeah. what what was the build up or what was the part that kind of irritated you? Just repetitive training. And repetitive. how long were you together before well, you travelled? I think we must have been three, four, four weeks, five weeks before the world, before the Euros, Euros in Poland that we were together. And by the end of it, we were flat. It was just that repetitive, repetitive thing every day. Like, that we... Same shape, same work. Mix the training up. Go somewhere. Like we didn't do anything. That livened us up. I had a bit of crack with yeah. it. I'm not saying go on the go no, on. The, no, 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 of course air. not. No. Break it up a bit. Break it up a bit. Have cultures about whatever way. Yeah, like, yeah. like Stan would have like cultures versus dubs yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like, just make a bit of fun of training. Some days easy. Is there is there any drinking at all? Is there any kind of like even I know even if it's like four or five weeks away, would you have a night where you but, just have it here loud two or so three? No, no, no. No, oh, no. I don't no. think so. I don't think now yeah. is it even. They, too much. they don't even want to do it. The players. Right. I don't think. Mm. Like, I remember one player saying to me, "Have a few drinks, you'll enjoy it more." <laughs> <laughs> I won't name the player. Everything really, but it? I'm looking at him right going, I, bur- I burst my balls to get here. Right. The last thing I want to do is have a few drinks. Yeah. It, it won't do that for me. Like. Well, Certain well, times Risha, will. Wasn't it Risha Little John who said in the infantry journal it's like the big brother house because they're, yeah. they're, you're away so long and it can be yeah. kind of that kind of... Um, 100%. Yeah, almost crammed in together and, and it's they're on top of you. There's yeah. interviews, there's media. So you do have to break it up. Bring in people, entertain, bring in comedians, bit of crack. Yeah. Just, I, I'm available for Australia if anyone needs to get out there. A few jokes just let you know. Quickly, help. 999. <laughs> and I'm out there. But even... even I was going to say that I lost my track there. But yeah, just by having different evenings... Different yeah. stuff like that really helps. And, and like, there's a lot of travel at the moment as well. That's causing them a problem. They're going like obviously from they're one Perth, they're yeah. in Perth now at the moment and um and that's gonna take its toll as well on, on them as well, Eric, I mm-hmm. think. So you do need to be always thinking of ideas, quiz nights, do whatever you have to do to kind of yeah. keep them all interested. And that can be tough on the management to, and, to and, and come up with things. The problem I have now is right, everything's on Instagram. Yeah. Everything like the the girls are having a game of pool, like, having a crack. Yeah. Piss off! Like, sorry, <laughs> like, we want to have a bit of banter. We want to be able to say stuff. I don't want to have Kieran from the FBI social media <laughs> who brings his humour to the table. Like, who you can I'm tell sure like, on the gas pedal. Yeah, really? I know what you're saying. I know yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> Come here, Anya Garman and um, uh, and Anya Garman is one of our most vastly experienced players, and uh, she's on the periphery of the team, so to speak. Uh, as are some of our big. You mentioned Diane Caldwell um, and, and and other girls like that. Like, what's it like, Stephen, to be on the fringes of the squad at a tournament and I'm not yeah, <laughs> you were obviously with her <laughs> keep, keep coming you went in you went in with an injury that's why you were on the fringes World it wasn't that to do yeah. with your ability Steve we know that we know you were a favourite of traps yeah. um, but like how do you keep, how do you make yourself how do you keep yourself relevant and motivated and like you know how do you support the players that are playing and all that what's, what's, what's your mindset once you're fit it's not an issue because you know your job you're able to go right I'm ready to go 
just be ready. I think as you're an impact player coming on in a World Cup for these girls, it's it's amazing. Just be ready for the moment. Analyse the situation. Analyse the game. Right back, left back, and coming on whatever position you think you're going to come on, then just be ready to take advantage of that. Was there any tension at all in the squad for players who probably felt they deserved the game? Did you feel any vibes off anyone? Like, I don't have to name names yeah. by any means. No, but with, with players, you know if you're a starter or and so you know your role. Bring you on. So if you're okay. a centre half, you probably know you're not going to come on bar total disaster or an injury. As a winger, you kind of know. Depending on, a the good game, chance, depending on the, the game, game. with trap, I was either coming on to defend the game or coming on to win a game. So I pretty much knew every time when I was fit, I was playing. Okay, and so that kept you motivated. It was easy to keep me motivated. Right. Yeah, because you so, knew. Yeah, like God bless Stephen Kelly would be right back and probably knowing he's not going to get on. It's not easy being yeah. in the dressing room before the game or Kev Foley say no disrespect to the two, but but if mm. you're a right back centre half, it's hard to get on the pitch. And yeah. And with that, they know their level, so they're always pretty calm, if you know what I mean. Where I was <laughs> hyper. On the edge. Yeah. <laughs> on the edge of yeah. like telling someone, right, you live in there. <laughs> and Doing your stretches of warm up in front of the manager yeah. and all going, I'm ready, boss, I'm ready. And, and people look at me now <laughs> going, how are you so different to be off the pitch? But that's yeah. what I was within the dressing room and the role you had. As a player, so. I don't think you're one one bit different. <laughs> well, high intensity, yeah. Yeah. only in you're here. The exact though. same. You've right. bounced yeah. in here. You have. I love it. Imagine higher intensity than what we're getting right now on the pitch. That's what made Steve the player he so was. Here, here it is, right. my, my eight year old daughter. She's high intensity beyond belief. Right, I'm looking at her. I can see all my. This traits, the youngest like, one. This the footballer. This the youngest the apple one. The doesn't right. fall far up the tree. Like, she, like she, she'll. My missus will go. Are you a Ireland England? Do you want to play for? I'm like Ireland. Talk, what are you talking about mum like I'm, I'm Irish like <laughs> and she's like full on like you know the endorsements are better with England just testing her like no yeah. no chance like is she, is she watching <laughs> the matches and all yeah, she's watching it. the matches ah, right. to be fair I've had like a couple of Premier League teams in, in England come let her play like I said no no she's enjoying her soccer she's going to jump on a horse she's going to play some tennis yeah. when she comes home she's going to play be a kid be a kid leave us alone come back at 15 like yeah. and I see these kids going off now and I'm going oh no yeah crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you your props here, Stephen. By the way, um, like we'll move on to transfer talk very soon. But we have to give Mr. Hunt some props here because we had the discussion about James Madison a few weeks ago, and we thought he's going to Newcastle. Stonewall, he's going to Newcastle, and he said no, he won't go to a top four team, and he, he fancies the bright city lights of London. And well, lo and behold. Uh, Madison was announced as a new sports <laughs> signing so credit to you Stephen there you do oh, have a bit of knowledge about the transfer you know, market, if we go James like Madison. series 2 with, with this yeah. I want to come back and <laughs> right. assess January time where James Madison who he's going to pass to because there's no runners in front of him because Harry Kane has dropped into his role or gone to Bayern Munich by the looks of it or United last do you think he'll struggle at Spurs yeah I don't know where he's going to play he did the play off the left or play in the hole and I'm not too sure he has the intensity for the manager to, to run around because he he he, play, he does play a high intensity game, doesn't he? Yeah, Postal, he likes, Postal, uh, uh, yeah, man, the ex-Celtic yeah. manager. <laughs> no, the second I think great move from. I love Madison as you so know. So who, if Harry Harry goes, who's he going to play to? What pace have he got to play? What runners on the side? Well, some to be fair. Yeah, some maybe. Yeah, Richarlison, but I, I had me one bit. You're in a bit of pain, aren't you? Since you are like Spurs are in a bit of pain right now. Like. No, Kane will go. I don't think Kane will go. There's a lot of chat about Kane. Like, the one I'm, thing- I'm loving Harry Kane's tactic, by the way. Oh, do you? Do you uh, think he'll go? As in, like, not saying a word, I ain't going. You, uh, I'm not, well, of course, someone, the Bayern said me. a few words, isn't he? Yeah. Someone's, on. He's promised us he's coming to us. Yeah, apparently his wife was over there looking at schools the other day and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But 
Not saying a word. I'd be shocked if he went to Bayern. Like Levy let him down last year. I think. He, I think he probably should have let him go last year. I think year. Levy lets a lot of people down, doesn't he? Like, yeah. Like so he had a gentleman's agreement with the Bayern thing. Yeah. Uh, purely from the point of view of the goal scoring record, yeah. I right. think that's the only thing he, that's there for him to play for now. Yeah. And he's been with Spurs for such a long time. The the argument comes in then about people. Oh, do you want to be one of these players that have stayed at a club for 10, 15 years but never won a trophy? If he's going to Bayern, it's because he's just so he can turn around and say, "Well, I have a trophy now. You can't hit me with that stick." But why would you go to Bayern when when if he if it's the record that he wants, which of course he wants? How greedy are goal scorers? What is he? Forty seven goals away from the record. Forty seven. Yeah, it's another three or four year. years yeah. of twenty so goals. Yeah. Let's just say Bayern agree a fee of ninety million, and United go bang. There's the ninety million. Now, if he goes to United, what happens that's then? Fine. Will Levy allow him go to United? Well, this is the thing, right? This is the thing. I'll, that I, I'll just walk in a year's time to United. Yeah, like I, 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 I'm not saying I don't. I'm, I'd be shocked if he left Spurs. I'm saying I'd be shocked if he leaves Spurs for Bayern. For Bayern. But if he went to United and he's still in the Premier League and the, yeah. the record is still attainable, all that stuff, I've. I think what's happened with the, with all this talk of Kane recently, and it, it highlighted to me, and I did, never even knew this that. Daniel Levy has a boss. I did. I thought Daniel Levy was the number one. Joe Lewis well, is the yeah. boss. The, he's the head honcho. He, he lives in the Bahamas or something else, doesn't he? But he's the man who was said to. Over there. He's told like, Levy. Like Hunty. He's in, <laughs> Sandbanks of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that. Boss Lear, the Sandbanks of Ireland. Look at him. He loves it. <laughs> what well, is he inviting us down there? I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When I'm we gone, could do the podcast from there. Where are you getting us down? Yeah. Kelly's, Kelly's in uh, Ross Ke- Get us down I, I, for a I night. Can I just say I beat Bill Kelly in paddle tennis yesterday? <laughs> just to put it out Bill now. Kelly, if you're listening, get us down <laughs> for a night. <laughs> so basically, my understanding now is that Levy has a boss and Levy's boss has told him, Kane has to go. He cannot be allowed to go for free next year. So Levy's now under pressure to sell and even, and that's apparently that's alerted Manchester United but going well whatever bid Bayern do we'll match that and the talk is that Kane would prefer to move to just for those reasons you've outlined Al that he does want to break the Premier League record and he feels that even uh, under the new Ten Hag project that he has a better chance of winning trophies as well as beating the record so yeah well it always amazed me with Kane over the years that how United never came knocking from because if there was ever a club for Kane it's United for me and they've been crying out for centre forward for how many number of years now so when you think of the money they've wasted on other areas at a pitch you would have broke the bank for Kane three four years ago in my view now whether they would have got him with Spurs I don't know but I always thought it was set up for Kane to go to United and even more so now so again if I'm at Ten Hag and you're watching Bayern lurking in the background and the murmurs coming out of Spurs is he going to go is he go- is he not going to go if I was Ten Hag you'd be straight in I'd mm-hmm. leave the handbrake up though I'd let Bayern do the work now yeah and then right at the last minute yeah then come right where, where are you what's at what's 90 million to get Kane for another 3 or 4 United, years United should sign Kane that's that's, if they want to win the league on. to me it's a, a no-brainer it's yeah. like it's like it's back in the, I know United were very successful during the 90s but there was that time for a few years where they were linked with Shearer and I was going oh we please come on we got to get him we got to get him and it looked like we, the deal was done mm. and then obviously signed for Newcastle but and, and 3 years with say 30 million a year for Harry Kane yeah. breaking into that yeah. how the payments would go 259 for a year for Mbappe Kane will score your goals there's no question about no it question, no question I'm bringing it into business now you can it's, see it's it. not even a no it's no brainer a no brainer yeah. you, just, you just mentioned that certain French footballer um, and I'm sorry it's, it's, no, you're it's 25 it's this year it's from Morocco. Morocco. <laughs> Saudi football in general has, uh, has come in and has 
basically taking over football or they're trying to take over football um, and there's been a lot of players who've been who've moved to Saudi um, I love the fact that Koulibaly said he was he was moving he was honest he says I'm moving purely for the money and he says I want to give my family uh, a good future like he probably only has only earned about 20 or 30 million in his <laughs> whole career like God love him like you know 32, 31, 31, is 31 32 Koulibaly yeah 31 32 but Jordan Henderson is, is, is the big name Premier League player who's been like apparently he's agreed terms and there's a lot of uh, outspoken critics of him because he championed the you know the, the LGBTQ cause and now Saudi you know Saudi are totally against all that. Um, is he wrong to move to the Saudi league? Like they're saying the money's like after tax three hundred and fifty grand with image rights seven hundred grand a week. He's going to be earning for the next year or two. Um, what, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts on that, Stephen? So particularly as an agent, Live Golf took on PGA. Yeah, and they got their way by hook or by crook. They got their way. This is again similar. They're taking on the Premier League. Really, it's the biggest league. They're coming for all the players. Most of the players are in the Premier League. What they're coming for? Hmm. They'll have. They'll and the reason they took them on and, and not only won, blew them out of the water because the PGA came out in the end and says we there was resistance to it, but we just can't compete with the money that's been on offer here. And as much as we have the prestige and all, and it's the PGA Tour, he says the money that they were offering, we just can't compete. And then it was getting into lawsuits and they just you were paying out lawyers and all sorts to try and yeah. win cases that he says we just couldn't. In the end, now they made a hames of it because um, the head of the PGA at that time came out with stuff last year and then oh, completely man. contradicted himself. The name escapes me now, but they completely contradicts himself and made himself look like a bit of an idiot, really. And his position is totally untenable now. And he had McElroy coming out championing, obviously, on behalf of the PGA, and then they went against McElroy and the players and all. So that got really messy. Yeah. But in terms of the live stuff now, Sorry, not to live stuff the Saudi Arabian League and football. Whatever about the likes of Henderson and these boys going, if the if the best player in the world is on the verge of going, that's that's trouble for football. That I, is I, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I they've accepted the bid, and that's yeah, but, fair enough. But it's up to him now. They've accepted the bid from PSG, our own boy, Qataris. Qataris, yeah. you know. I don't Give think he'll go either. I would hate yeah, to see. Yeah. I would hate to see. And even on the Henderson one, I don't know what you think, Stephen, because mm. you do have the two or three million in the bank. <laughs> but if you were Henderson, okay, and this will be my take on it now, and each to their own, and everybody will say, well, the money and whatever has been on offer. But if I already was playing for Liverpool, really successful for the last 10 years, probably has the guts of 15, 20 million in the bank, whatever he has, and good luck to him. Why would you feel the need to go and earn another five or ten and maybe tarnish your legacy, as you say, for all the reasons where he came out looking great during the World Cup and leading those campaigns mm. and now people are slating him for it? It wouldn't be me. Yeah, and obviously, like, with Henderson as well, he's such an influential uh, player in that Liverpool dressing room. He's like, I suppose he's uh, he's Klopp's lieutenant on the pitch. Yeah, and it's not like Klopp is saying, out you go, there's yeah, no room no. here. Uh-huh. He's still saying you'll be part of it. You may not play every week, but you'll be yeah. involved and all. So why would you even want to leave Liverpool? Yeah. And like Steven Gerrard has gone over there now as well, Stephen. And, and well, props to Marco Silva. He was offered forty million for two years. No, the, I, the, the he, might, he, might, he might end up there next week. He might end up. He might change his mind. I think he's having a rethink. His wife's probably gone. <laughs> you, Answer you the sure? question. What would Did you, you read that offer properly? Uh, if I was Henderson, Henderson, we're offered the money. Yeah, I think I've got to say I would be a tough one. You'd have to have a can't just say, oh, yeah, I wouldn't go. But in the end, I'd say no. As Liverpool captain and the values and the history of Liverpool, it's not, no disrespect to Reading, or, or it's not like I'm going to be at Reading for the rest of my life after I finish playing. He could be at Liverpool mm. for life for the job. Yeah. Like, so you're risking losing that reputation and going over there. I don't think this will be a big issue in two years' time. A bit like the golf, they'll bring each other together, 
and it'll all evolve into one. I think eventually. evolve into one. In what way, Stephen? What do you think? Like, what uh, can you see? What can, the Premier League is going to be too strong anyway. So right. other leagues are going to join other leagues eventually. I think, and that's the problem we have across Europe. Across Europe, certain leagues will join certain leagues. I know we've rebelled against it. Whether it happens or not, I think it will. Like as, as you said, like Live Golf basically took over the PGA, you know, and DP World Tour. Um, could a similar scenario happen where the Saudi state take over FIFA, UEFA? No, like, uh, listen, this is way above my head. I've got my UEFA agent exams yeah, in September. I think in the world we live in now, nothing can be ruled out, I reckon. That's the scary yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And this is where FIFA and UEFA, to a certain degree, but mainly FIFA, this is where football needs to intervene now. Because if you have the best player in the world on the verge of signing for a club whether he does or not but they're offering 300 million for him like where does this end one season where does it end like Like, this isn't the game we grew up loving kicking ball on the street and and, and the the beautiful game if you like you don't want to be coming out with phrases and cliches but that's what it was football's soul is gone like there is no soul I think Mbappé wants to leave in a free and they're trying to force him out from what I can see, I, I can't see. And, and the only ones that can maybe save that and resurrect it is the governing body. And how to do that, I don't know. But you have to intervene somewhere to say this: this cannot happen. You can't just be coming in cherry picking players, <laughs> offering them yeah. like bonkers money, obscene money. When you think of what's going on in the world and societies up and down, like all over Europe and the world, and 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 this is this is what's going on. Like Jeez, it, can't, Al. it can't happen. Al, does, does it's the real world we're in here. I know, but it can't happen. Steve. I know, but yeah. you be in church every. <laughs> it's like it'll happen. It's, where does it's, it end? It's like you can't say the, the building in London's worth twenty million. It's only a two-bedroom apartment. Well, it's just the value of what, where they're at. They can do what they want with the money they have. They can offer what they want. It's really harsh saying that, but is 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 Lionel Messi the on on, on the moral high ground now because he only went to the MLS. <laughs> <laughs> Messi, Messi is from the day Ronaldo sat at Tony's dummy out. Messi took a level above him in my opinion, and how Ronaldo conducted when he lost his. Fitness and sharpness. He, he couldn't move. Yeah, that's the truth of it. Has has elevated Messi with the World Cup as Messi well. Messi was now. always the best. But he, until then, I was like, oh god, the two of them are very no. different. But no, Messi was. Yeah. Always. You're on about the after field stuff, are you? I'm on about even the whole, on the pitch. Whole on the pitch, how you conduct yourself when things go wrong. Oh yeah, he was sure everybody knew. But United that, but that was like, when his. It, that's as you know, Stephen. That's yeah. when the, the true colours come shining through. And how things yeah. are going wrong, and he's throwing his toys. We all like without yeah. going over all ground. He, we all he see must that. know what's going to go but wrong. Messi never behaved like that ever. No, and that's why it ma- that makes him now, in my opinion, the best ever. The goat. The actual goat. goat. Yeah. What is the, what a player? What is a player's motivation, Steve? Now I know you can't speak for every single player. Is it trophies or money? Everyone's different. Every yeah. like, what's your? But it can't play? be money. Sorry for interrupt, but it can't be because you you never started off the game to play for money. Yeah, but you did. You, Some of them do, no? Like, I can't see. With TikTok and Instagram and... Well, then they're wrong. They're the, game, the, wrong the game is going that way. It's horrible. No, but are you like. telling me a 14-year-old... My son sitting at home at 10 now is saying to himself, OK, I want to play for Bohemians, Man United, uh, Liverpool, whoever the case may be, but just for the money. I see. I'd run him out of the house. Okay, do you know what? Do you know who I like? Yesterday, Robbie Savage's son turned yeah. up to Reading, Charlie, right? no, and he looks like a grey kid. But he's not playing for money. No, but he t- he's not playing for money. But he turned up with a white, I don't know, oh, so was a, a fancy, Bentley or fancy something fancy like that. And well, Reading well. put that on Instagram, and I'm going, we just got relegated to League One here. We're in a world of pain. Some but DNA, it, please. Like, and I don't mind him having the car. Just don't show. Anybody yeah. else that the car is But driving that goes on. back to what you said a moment, the real world, that's what we're in. And that's the sad yeah. part of football now because of the money that's been offered, you have average players turning up for yeah. Reading or lower, even League League One, League Two clubs 
earning bonkers money yeah. we had to work for it there yeah. was incentives as a young kid you were never getting that money handed to you that's, no. the, that's what I'm saying is, the, is the, what's wrong with the game now Eric and if there's a young fella in the world that is sitting at home at 9, 10, 11 and he's only interested in playing football for money he shouldn't be allowed to play football ever <laughs> yeah. that's wrong I, that's all wrong the day you start chasing the pound sign or the euros in football is a day your career that stuff over. comes after if you're successful yeah. in, with a football team or a football club that will come and that's fine and mm-hmm. then you deal with it and that's grand but you don't set out at 8, 9, 10 thinking I'm, I'm going to be a great footballer yeah. because I'm going to be a great jockey at, I'm going to be yeah. for money at 32, 33 I sat thinking about money right and that's when it went wrong for me really generally just no my heart wasn't in it I could feel it myself I could, yeah. I could, your emotion of trying to score a goal or trying to get the next contract maybe because my body let me down at that age I was thinking sugar what should I do or whatever yeah but I think to be fair to you Steve that's a different story at 33 maybe because you're yeah. trying to think the next like me, yeah. the next contract but you do lose contract. that edge as soon as you start thinking yeah. about the pound that's the all wrong Eric yeah. that is all wrong honestly in my view if, if Harry came in to me tonight and says dad look at the car he has and I'm going to play football because I'm going to have four of them cars I'd say will you yeah out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You do wonder though, like I mean, because like the like sports news, Sky Sports news is saturated with all this Saudi talk, Saudi money. The 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 finger the figures are eye wateringly huge. Like there probably are kids out there going, well, if I was a parent to a kid who's fairly decent at football, I'd be booting him out to the ga- out, out into the garden, go get out there and practice. No, there's that's where you're wrong. <laughs> parents, yeah, but but it, but be, so, so bad, isn't it? Go on, but I'm you'd sorry. be booting him out. Just for the young fella to play and practice, but yeah. you wouldn't be booting him out thinking, go out there now. And if you're, I want you playing for Al Nasser. Yeah, and you'll get a million a year. Like, <laughs> I just think that's that it's the wrong approach. Yeah, yeah. What's all wrong if that's the case? And if there is parents encouraging young fellas to be good, well, just for money or whatever, they're probably wrong to be putting pressure on kids anyway. anyway and yeah. there's plenty of them doing that. But if it's for money reasons, um, is it like? Do you think? Do you think this whole Saudi business is is just like a flash in the pan, like the Chinese league that you know spectacularly offered huge sums of money a few years ago and then it all fell apart? Or is uh, apparently the Saudi investment fund has seventeen billion pounds to spend on their league and recruiting players? <laughs> seventeen billion that's scary, pounds. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I would scary. not take these guys not serious because they they know how to get things done business wise and golf. They've got their way now. They're in. Yeah. They're, they're combined with. With the PGA, they've got into. There's obviously the message of the madness. The money has to come at the start of it to grab people's attention, and after that, there'll be a plan. Like there must be plans for universities, college, getting people over, the coaches over, to coach over there to improve their kids. By getting all these players, they'll improve. And don't forget the Saudi Arabian football team were in the World Cup the last time. They yeah. didn't disgrace themselves. No, they beat them. Yeah. The team to beat them. Yeah. So like you look at it and you go, well, actually, maybe they are trying to underneath it all get these players over there to educate them, get better coaches over there. I'll be honest with you I've had a a meeting with a couple of guys I've set up different things universities education how do you combine the two about going to Saudi Arabia and bringing players over to go over there and, like there was and even, I was even reading something there recently uh, last week that the Saudi second and tour division as well mm-hmm. are looking to get established and they're looking to bring in players you know from the lower leagues in around Europe and they're offering them like so just say for argument's sake you're a League of Ireland player playing the Premier Division um, but a Saudi tour division club can offer you something like six, seven grand a week, a car and an apartment. Yeah, it's crazy, Eric. But as I say, no, nothing surprises me because yeah. the money that's that's on the table here is just bonkers money. But that's, again, it goes back to, that's all just manufacturing a league. Like, where's the heart and soul of that? Like, yeah. You know, there's, there's no yeah. history to it. There so is no, no history. I'll no. go back to the girls' soccer at the start. There's no memories to bounce off. There's no memories to go, oh, I want to be like that in 10 years' time. If Kate McCabe scores a goal in the group stages that get us to the quarterfinals the last 16 
forever for the next five, six years, the next the girls will always try and be McCabe. Yeah, and their moment at the moment is the Amber Barrett goal in Scotland. Yeah. You know, that's the, every that goal will be going around like Ronnie Whelan's and Ray yeah. Houghton's for the yeah. next hundred years. Like so, yeah. and that's their moment. Yeah. But in terms of that stuff, that's because obviously you look at football in England and the, the pyramid system and the clubs and that's been set up over hundreds of years or whatever. They're just manufacturing that. If they're trying to bring in a second division and a third division and bring in players, like, where does it end, Derek? Yeah. Honestly, it, re- it, it infuriates me because if this is what, where football is headed, yeah. let me off the train. Yeah, but what, I'm do you, out. what do you know about the Dutch league? What do I know about it? What do you know about the Dutch league? Well, I know. That's, I know. Tell me some information in about league. who's top goal scorer last year. Top goal scorer last year was a uh, fine art striker. The, uh, I haven't got a clue. <laughs> I haven't got a clue. There's no emotion today no. either. So why, why can't they bring them players? to Saudi Arabia to set up a league there and go well actually we'll create I Ronaldo's suppose you have goals. to start sometime so they, Ronaldo said they want to be better than the Dutch league in two years three years time they're going to be yeah. bigger than the Dutch league generally yeah but if they're if they're bringing the likes of the, those players Dutch players German players bring them at, at slightly higher money than what maybe but, but if you're bringing fellas purely bribing fellas nearly <laughs> with money yeah. that's where it's wrong but it's the only way they can get them there now is that and then the money will start coming down and the, the money will filter out a little bit more to to the lesser players as well I know it's a contradiction I don't want to see it happening either but is it similar to what Man City have done to the Premier League no because well it's it's a bit no, Man, no. the history of the Premier League is not easy to win so yeah. Man City have had to they didn't win the league the first couple of years under Mark Hughes I don't think That's it took true. a couple of years to, to get there but again Clubs are buying clubs in Europe now to control things. Like Man City, you have six, seven clubs. Hull have just bought shells, haven't they? Am I right in saying yeah. that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So everyone's trying to like Still have their. Bows. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry, but we are. <laughs> shoot off, shoot I, Arden, Steve, this is a, it's a random time of the year talking about football anyway, right? We should be yeah. talking about the hurling final, but this is what it is now. <laughs> we had Dave Fitzgerald. We right? had Dave Fitzgerald <laughs> in this seat yesterday, would you believe, Steve? <laughs> David Fitzgerald. Dave Fitzgerald, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, How's he still got a job at Warford? We should have told him. We should have said. How's he still got a job, lad? Stephen Hunt is after your job. Stephen Hunt is after your job. You're right, Hunt. I agree with you. Even I beat him and fit his family. I got to fit his family. I beat him and I got sacked the next year. Keeping him on. He sacked me. Just because I upset him and beat him and fit his family. That's how competitive Threw the toys out of the pram. Threw the toys out. Only because I gave it some full lock. Sorry, lads. Look, look, we. We want, I just want to go back to the uh, the, the World Cup again. The, we have a massive game tomorrow at one o'clock. Um, there is a lot of watch along. Uh, what, what do you call parties or watch along parties yeah, or yeah. whatever uh, events happening around the country? I was at one last week in Daily Mount for the for the first game, and it was brilliant. It was a big screen on the side of the pitch. Okay. Everyone decked out in the green. I'd say it was about five hundred there. Um, same thing is happening again in Daily Mount. And new, like just Google watch party, watch along parties. There's, there's, there should be one near you where you live, and you should go to them and support the girls in green. Uh, it's a massive match. It could be an historic match. Oh, I would just love to see us scoring a goal. Yeah. I would love to see us that just to have that moment. Don't feel so desperate like we are. <laughs> We were like we played well the last day. Come yeah, on, that's the thing. If they bring that energy, that performance, yeah. I think there is a goal there for the America. Yeah. I, I, th- I think they have a really good chance of coming out of the group. Yeah, they really they do. do yeah. yeah. And, and even if tomorrow was a draw and it comes down yeah. to that last game, if you had to say it to Vera beforehand that it would come down to the game against Nigeria as a shootout to get through, she would have 
snapped your hand, hand off. Snapped yeah. your hand off, exactly. Um, we were you, you said you were you predicted Spain at the start. Mm. Uh, great prediction, by the way, Al, because I predicted America. America are the favourites, all right? Yeah. But Spain are second favourites. But I was watching the documentary on the Lionesses winning the Euros last week, and I forgot how good Spain were in that semi final against England. Brilliant. Like England yeah. got England out of jail against extra them. Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Spain dominated the match. But and they were said, missing a centre forward, you know. But now they have them, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, the best player in the world is back with Spain. Yeah. yeah. Hermoso, who's their leading scorer as well, is up front. So based on that, I'd be like, well, if it's not America, it'll be Spain, I think, who, who will win it. And watch Spain because they play exactly like the Spanish men's team. It's just death by a thousand passes but they're so incisive there's a girl playing uh, Bon Matti centre midfield number six she's for me she's the best player in the world she's absolutely unbelievable and she was brilliant in the first match as well she scored I think their second goal but she's an absolute star they're mainly made up of the Barcelona team yeah. a few from Real Madrid but it's mainly the Barcelona side and obviously they won the Champions League as well only a few weeks back against uh, Wolfsburg so um, she's an absolute star Bon Matti yeah, better than some of the men's players I played with over the years. <laughs> yeah. so brilliant. Reese James' sister, obviously. She came on. He, he's quite quick to say he's she she is better than most yeah. men that she, he's seeing. Well, she's, she's she's very well, powerful were, as England well. England were disappointing though in their first round. Yeah, they were. I know they're missing big three big players. Obviously, Beth Mead is injured. Leia Frank Kirby and Lee yeah. Williamson. So. Yeah. They struggled without those three. Haiti yeah. now were brilliant. Haiti were good, weren't they? Yeah, we they got up so from the morning. Yeah, who's going to be an absolute star? They, they played. They played a good counter attacking. Yeah. Play on the day, and I thought, wow, they're powerful, quick. Couple so of great chances. Mary Earps, yeah. the, co- the keeper for England, saved him. She was brilliant. Yeah. Mary Earps. I'll actually go, I'll talk about her in a second, but um, what do Ireland need to do tomorrow to get the result? Much more of the same, I think, and mm. then a bit more guile around the goal. I think the set pieces, for all the set pieces they had, was a little bit, someone going to get across the near, some outswingers. We've got some powerful girls in the air. Can we actually get some outswingers and let them get ahead on it so hopefully fingers crossed yeah you're thinking with those set pieces even from watching all the other teams you need to just put it into an area you don't need to pick Mm. anyone out just give them a chance France were the same Renard big tall six foot four imposing figure at the back unbelievable in the year Mm. but they were overhitting the cross you don't even need to pick her out float them into an area and just let her attack if there's there's one part of the girls football that struggles it's the goalkeepers in my opinion they've actually got a lot better to be fair yeah on crosses for me, they're right. still a bit weak. And Mary Earps now is unbelievable for England. The other day. She's she, she's, she's a, a good proper goalkeeper. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, you just mentioned Mary Earps. She's in the news recently, and rightly so. She was given out about the fact that you can't get goalkeepers jerseys. I saw it. It's a disgrace. I, isn't that really? just shocking? Yeah. Like Nike basically Nike. Yeah, so yeah. they're selling all the England jerseys at the moment for like all the players: yeah. Kira Walsh, Chloe Kelly, all the stars, uh, Lauren Hemp, whoever you want. Russo up front but they're not selling the goalkeeper's jersey That's and she crazy. came out in the social media campaign didn't she yeah. and said this is a disgrace like yeah. we girls might want an Earps yeah, number one yeah. jersey yeah 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 you yeah, like, should be able to get it like. she yeah. said she's giving it the, the, the Nike giving it the wrong message that you should only be an outfield player See, but a goalkeeper yeah. is a lesser position all Nike and Adidas and I don't mind saying this they just want to give the strikers boots now yeah. Yeah. they don't care about the fullbacks they don't care yeah. about the midfielders and definitely don't care about the goalkeepers because I've I got a few <laughs> on my books and I'm like trying to get blood out of the stone with them gloves <laughs> um, yeah, so Mary Epps. I mean, I, I, it's, I suppose it's, it's it's another indictment of where the the women's game still needs to yeah. go yeah. to 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 catch up with the men's game. But it's still, let's be honest, it is moving in the right direction. The World Cup is on. Everyone's gripped by. I can't wait. I'm loving. I don't like getting up in the mornings, but when there's a match on the television, I'm only delighted to jump yeah. out of the bed and switch on the television. There's a live match in front of me. Um, huge game tomorrow, one o'clock. I hope the whole country is watching it. And, and, and the girls feel that passion and feel the you know and I hope that's why I say when I, I'd love to, for us to get a goal and a result so that the girls when they're down under see the footage from back home and that that would yeah. feed them that would you know give them the impetus I, th- I think what happened as well Eric 
because everybody was building up the first game obviously as a huge occasion but almost building it up like well we're up against the hair and this will be tough like people maybe didn't get on board with, with, right. with that yeah. now they've seen a really good performance seen us competitive at this level against one of the favourites and now yeah. you're thinking everybody will be in it tomorrow and hopefully and as you say if they were to get that goal or a victory the whole thing could just take off you know, in terms of that Italian 90 feel. Um, and then if yeah. it came down to that shootout with Nigeria and you were to get through and all of a sudden you're in the knockout stages and it's oh, Tim off day against Bonner and all those kinds yeah, of things, yeah. it'd be unbelievable. We, we, we need it, don't we? To get to the next level of the girls' soccer, and now that we're there, that moment you yeah. need. Yeah, we do. We need an Italian 90 moment or mm. something, you know. Who's our key players tomorrow? Obviously, Katie. Yeah, Denise was did her stuff but I still would prefer to see Denise a little bit higher up the pitch and that might be yeah. a change you could look at tomorrow because she's playing just sitting in front of the back three with little John beside her and they're very good and little Denise, John was excellent yeah, very good. and they can do that Denise can do that no problem in terms of she's brave and wants to receive the ball and get on it but just you're saying about maybe a score and a goal if she's receiving a 25-30 yards higher up the pitch all of a sudden she's in a position where it's a, it's a true ball and someone on the end of it and we could get a goal whereas when she's so deep on the half line it's obviously a harder pass or you're going to have to break two lines maybe I agree with you Denise Denise was, was as solid as ever. Yeah. She'll run all day, covers every blade of grass. But I felt we didn't see her at her optimum, maybe because she was playing a little bit deeper than normal, but also a fact, the fact that she nearly missed the game through the injury mm. after the friendly against Colombia. Well, and Stephen, I wonder was she carrying the knock a little bit. Yeah, and Stephen said a word a moment ago there, a bit of guile. She has that. Yeah. Mm. She has that. And that's what a lot of the others don't have. Mm -hmm. So she brings that bit of X factor that um, between herself and Katie, the two best players. And again, I prefer to see Katie centrally, but certainly Denise, you just want her that bit higher up the pitch, you know, to for the likes of Imagine Young Larkin coming on on the end of a true ball or yeah. Heather Payne or whatever. So um, that's, but that's again, like they're at this stage where it's such an achievement to get to the World Cup. We want them to nearly be winning the World Cup know, already. Yeah, yeah. People need to calm down. Like yeah, it yeah. goes through phases. The next step is maybe getting a win, getting a goal, even. Yeah. You know, and they play a certain way. And I know people can be said they're critical of it. And, and I've covered. Vera's played like this for three, four years. This isn't a new yeah, thing. It's no or, surprise. This is not a new thing. You know, and it's and it's the hardest thing in football to create chances and score goals. So they're trying to put those building blocks in place. You need to build from a solid foundation, which to have. And that's maybe the next progression. So from what you were saying as well, Stephen, get better at our set pieces because that is one of our strengths. Vary the corners a little bit, near yeah. post, back post. But I think we went through the lines in the second half quite nicely to yeah. get on the end of things. I think just a, a little poacher tomorrow, whether it is Amber coming off the bench. I get the feeling Katie will be involved, whether she's scoring or setting up. She has that near the end. We were Because we were one nil down, she was coming off the left. Mm. She's getting involved. Can we play a little bit more freer with then... In the final third, just a little bit more guile. So before we go, lads, can I get a prediction off you? I think it'll be a draw again tomorrow. Yeah, and that keeps us alive. One all, I think. think a goal? Get the goal Is it a goal, Al? Yeah, I think so. You're saying there's a chance. Okay, like, <laughs> yeah, I think we'll improve on our set pieces because we'd have, we'd have looked at If I'm an analyst on the other team now, 10, 12 corners, I think, mm. at least. We had 20, 20 12 yeah. once day, six second half at least. We, we'll score a goal and hopefully we can keep a clean sheet. One nil will be amazing. Yeah, and I don't worry about them defensively. That's the thing. No. They're, they're yeah. sound defensively. Yeah. Even the keeper's very good, Brosnan. They're sound defensively. But as we know in football, it's the other end of the pitch. Yeah. That's why they get... He's talking about Nike and Addy. That's only interesting in strikers. <laughs> That's why they get the big money, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ones who put the ball in the net are the main men. Yeah. And, and then I'll, I'll this time next year will have new hair as well. <laughs> He'll be down there. Yeah, hair like I used to have. I remember that. Mine's falling out. Yeah. Sky Sports, I'd be. Paying well. Sky, Sky Sports. <laughs> paying well, they must be RT. Oh, wait there. <laughs> Don't go there. I need right. a new agent. <laughs> hey, look, I know we were giving out a bit of the Saudis, but if they're looking for a new podcast... <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, 
yeah. That brings us to the end of episode 18 of House of Football with William Hill and Sports Joe. Um, I had a great chat with Alan Cawley and Stephen Hunt. Lads, thanks very much for your insightful input Enjoyed that. and glorious chat about hair. I'll, uh, I'll never forget <laughs> it. Can't wait for next week's uh, House of Hair episode. We have Vidal Sassoon coming in and, uh, and Peter Max, so that should be a good episode. Um, but, uh, but for now, uh, you know the story. Tune in, subscribe, tell your mates, share, like and all of that kind of stuff and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to House of Football, brought to you by Sports Joe and William Hill.